0: Ramblings of amendments, sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes it's absolutely insane. Let's get it started. I think as we look at what's happening in Palestine and Israel, we can see that the international community is not really taking any moral position when we look at Kind of where the actions are coming from people are doing things such as taking a stance governments i mean governments and the leaders of the world do they make a moral decision as to what's the right thing to protect and serve we all we kind of look at things such as the leaders our presidents role models the people who have power over military over world decisions if you were to look at what would superman do what would god do what would be the moral choice in a war are there truly war rules rules of engagement are they followed is there any consequence for not following them Right now, we have many wars going on. We have wars in Sudan, we have the Ukraine Russia war, we have the Palestine Israeli conflict. Now, we may look at the Ukraine Russia war as a war similar but not getting as much attention, and we might look at the Sudan war as not getting the same attention. But specifically, if we look at Israel's actions toward Palestine, this has been going on for over maybe 70 years now. And we have enough evidence to see that Israel has broken moral laws that the majority of the world agree with. They have broken laws in terms of set, uh occupying settler communities. There hasn't been any effort done to show show that there's any seriousness in a lot of these Condemnations from the UN, from the International Criminal Court. And right now, even though you have the International Criminal Court deciding on genocide, even after the decision is made, then what? Will there be a, some sort of military going and protecting the Palestinians? As we look at the Rafah border, how it's being managed by Israel, how we look at all aspects of the war managed by Israel and USA being complacent in its support for Israel and its ignor uh, ignoring the obvious genocide a lot of people look at genocide when you look at uh Robbie in um what's it called the hill rising hill i think he doesn't believe it's a genocide so i think in a lot of people's mindset a genocide is some sort of uh, apocalyptic scenario where people are being burned at the stake, everyone's being destroyed. It's happening in such a manner that there is no, not one person with a, a nice haircut, not one person with a shred of clothes. It's some movie idea and only after it's been done can we say oh yeah yeah that was right there goes that genocide that was a genocide i was wrong oh well but what about present day what are the present day moral decisions even from israel even from the jewish community the muslim community the secular community even the israel morally morally what is the decision isn't it clear Do we go in war? Has war really been the war of women and children? And I think in in, in some respects, it has. Because you have had countries, U.S., Europe, colonialism, where the idea of another man that is not within your country having equal rights is absurd. If we look back in history, we can see human zoos. Human zoos means like you walk into Europe, there's a zoo, and they've taken people from all over the world and, and put them in cages so people can watch them. And in Europe, people didn't think much of it. Oh, this is just some primitive person from another place, and they put him here for me to see as a spectacle. I think there's a disjunct between... There will always be a certain level of uh, disjunct between... The value of that person, their people, either by race or nationality, and outside world, there is always there will always be a certain level of inequality. But we go back, and we look at the war that's going at this moment. I think it's been over thirty thousand deaths. We've got tons and tons of video. We have tons and tons of proof of the lies and the strategy. Even though. For the person that's been able to actually know the details, look into history, we can see that there is a clear, 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 clear evidence of who is being oppressed and who is the oppressor. But we start to look further into the history, and you look at the documentation, you look at the negotiators, you look at how these... uh, how the negotiations have happened, and who's taken sides, you begin to really understand who's on the right and wrong. And I don't think there's a very unclear scenario here or a complicated issue. But still, we analyze. The analysis is there. The news is there. The videotape is there. But still, what is the solution? Is there an immediate solution to save the Palestinian people? Is there an immediate solution to give them rights independence equality I don't think much exists I think Israel knows that I think the world knows that Well I'll take that back I wouldn't say the world the population the masses get reeled by the current news saying that something is going to happen that's going to save the american people When you go to court there's so many ways you can delay the court system The International Criminal Court is what exactly? It makes a ruling. After it makes a ruling, what happens? Are there some international criminal criminal military that's going to go and stop Israel? That's going to stop U.S.? No, that does not exist. So still, what's the immediate solution? The only immediate solution is find a way for Israel to stop. How do you get them to stop? I don't know. I don't know who has that control. Does America have that control? A lot of people think that America has a control over Israel, that they can make them stop. Yes, you can stop giving them the military. You can stop giving them bonds. But are you going to? No. Why? Because America is not in control of this situation. It seems to me more and more that Israel is in control of America's decisions. When you look at how deeply embedded these policies and laws have gone on, Who is it really favoring? Is it favoring America American interests, the American people? These laws are always very one-sided toward Israel. Israel gets the money. Israel doesn't have to comply with any sort of uh, oversight uh, from the money they take, from the donations given, from the weapons given. There's no oversight they have a green light to take what they want and how does that help america well it gives you a foothold in the middle east the middle east really is when you look at where israel is placed the waterways when you look at the oil there the natural resources there what it what it gives really is europe and us a foothold there right a place where they can uh have some uh position to try and grow their power there to get through these shipping lanes to get access to oil and because they really have no business being there if you kind of look at u.s it always intentionally tries to participate in things going on in the middle east it tries to make alliances and it has done a great job in destroying the empires that were there previously weakening them creating alliances with saudi arabia egypt pakistan being able to create them into pawns in which they themselves have no real moral basis for which they can further help anyone based on moral status all become a, a political game where the only concern is the country the country's leaders and what can the US give me? I don't want to make the US mad or they're, they're going to stop something or they're going to destroy my country or do some plotting. When when we look at even um let's say uh, you say terrorism, you say all these countries are terrorists. Okay, so you know what what is the terrorist doing? is going into another country, uh killing killing innocent civilians, right? And it's a it's basically it's basically going to these countries killing its, its civilians either by gun, uh, rocket, whatever you have, so whatever whatever you want to say is the weapon, right? But look, what is the Mossad? Mossad are a bunch of assassins, modern day ninjas that have the green light and have had the green light to go around the world, kill who they want, go in another country, assassinate people, and that in itself is an act of war. But they've been able to go into all these countries and murder people without any oversight, without any saying, why is this, does this agency exist? Oh, we're making the world a cleaner place. What gave you the green light to go into other countries and kill people? Just think about it. If you're an American citizen and uh, another country sent assassins into the U.S. to kill someone in the U.S., is it okay? Is, is it totally fine? No, but when the U.S. does it, when israel does it it's okay so we have a very big problem here we have a uh, we have you uh we have within the un within our global united uh, uh alliance of countries we have bad actors bad actors mean we have countries that can go out there do what they want and have no sort of consequence to their actions And what does that mean? What it means is the International Criminal Court, the UN, all the people who who by all means, you can have all the means in the world, all the evidence in the world to judge these people in such a way that you can tell them, hey, you have broken our agreed upon international laws. And they'll say, yeah, that might be true. It might not be true, but hey, what next? And when you're the biggest bully, when the strongest bully in the room, and nobody can do anything against you, that becomes the problem. What is next? What exactly is next is nothing. Because at some point, after you have decided upon a course of action, or you decide upon who's right or wrong, then comes what? The consequence. But I don't see where the consequence is. Maybe I'm not looking deep enough into the law books but sometimes in in this political arena we realize who are the big boys who are the bullies and who have no consequence so i kind of i want us to understand more closely how the politics go even though you might get a ruling of what's happening in the news in the politics but ultimately what is the solution right you're looking for the solution But what people like to do a lot of times is keep you busy focusing on one thing to the other while slowly the Palestinian people are being eradicated. And story after story, no matter how hard it is, I always try to keep abreast of it, but it's so difficult. And let's say, uh, you know, you you look at the Palestinian conflict, you might have uh, loyalties to a different conflict, and I think that's good. It's good to have, People fighting for every conflict on earth, wherever your loyalties ride. But you have to, I think it's, you have to think about morally what's the best, what who's on the right, who's on the wrong. Sometimes it's not clear, sometimes it's very clear. And I think we have a situation here where it's very clear who really is the oppressor, who's been the oppressor, who's been the one stealing, who's been the one taking land, taking rights, Showing inequality, oppressing people, murdering people, jailing people, and getting away with it, and we have to try and find an immediate solution, constantly going forward in a in a in an attitude where we're discussing news, but we're not really looking for solutions you know and I understand the common people can't find solutions. But who are the ones? Our leaders, the ones that are controlling uh, countries and controlling militaries. You know, we have to ask: Are they really uh, the people that should be there? That are ones that are fighting for the moral benefit of the human race, the moral benefit of protecting people. Like, do you really do you really want a world full of supermen who uh, only care about their country or their nation? And then, if there's murder and killing gone going on all over the world the injustice being going on you made the u.n for that to stop war but when you look at uh i think angelina jolie she had an interview um and she kind of clearly said it you know the whole goal of this u.n and and this alliance was to stop war to stop another world war three from happening but what we've really done is create a circle of oppression Either the big boys do what they want and the little boys get turned into terrorists and shot down. And that kind of puts uh, us in a difficult state. Ramblings of a Madman, another successful episode. Done and done and done.